0: This is episode 32. Love always hopes.
1: Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh.
0: Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are this Jesus Life podcast. Josh. You my friend Andrew. look like you have some fresh breath and you are ready to go.
1: <laughs> I do. I'll have to tell you off camera what that really is, but <laughs> I'm not getting a recording of that. Um <laughs> but you know, my breath is fresh, that is true. <laughs> I just looked uh, sometimes up and you, were you doing some mint
0: mint spray. It looks like uh,
1: Banaka. D- Remember Banaka from back in the day? I assume no. it's still around.
0: What is but that? It was like the
1: original version of like Spray like breath spray. Oh,
0: nice. Uh, I I don't know if it was the original
1: version, but like I had it as a kid because I thought it was cool. Um, but I also had a you know executive desk in my room because I thought that was (laughs) just thinking
0: um, that dude, um, I have come back to that thought so many times.
1: I I might not not have been that cool. (laughs) Is what I'm coming to the (laughs) conclusion.
0: You know what? It made you who you are. So you rocking your fresh minty spray <laughs> and your executive desk, you were ready. To true, because we the road. had
1: a we had a conversation before this of how your formatting on events that you create, mm-hmm. uh, on mm-hmm. new documents you create for us, yeah, just are poorly written. <laughs> um, don't capitalize the right words. Put in extra things that don't need to be there. Um, <laughs> And I have to go back and change them all because out my OCD won't allow them to you, stay that way
0: I will try not to do that. Out of uh, out of trying to get under your skin, I want to do that more, but I'm going to try not to. Out of love, <laughs> out of love. If I'm being honest, but dude, I've tried here to we change are. our standing
1: event like four or five times, so it's in a better format. <laughs> Words are capitalized I'll switch
0: probably. it up. I'll change the recurring invitation so that uh, so that we. Have the funny peace thing is, is grammar,
1: us. grammar, mm-hmm. spelling. Don't even, don't even recognize. You could spell things wrong, and I wouldn't even, wouldn't even like register. But because it doesn't look right, um, it's going to bother the heck out of me.
0: That's fair. Uh, I get it. That's
1: all that matters to me. That things just look pretty.
0: Yeah, that's fair, dude. Speaking of looking pretty, dude, we are. This is at our the last of episode. Yeah,
1: this is either our last episode of twenty twenty, or it's going to be the week, the first week of twenty twenty, depending okay. on how our editing goes, in. in Right, right, right. Episodes get published, but either way, like coming to an end of 2020 for most yeah. people, probably really excited, um, <laughs> hoping 2021 is going to be. Speaking of hope, hoping in 2021 is going to be a great year, mm-hmm. uh, and a part of that's just believing it's going to be a great year. You're going to make it a great year or not, and I think we'll get yes. into that conversation as we talk mm-hmm. about love always hopes. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people, um. But I think we should look at the great side of it, and yeah. let's talk about what are our highlights as followers of Jesus, as people, as mm-hmm. uh, friends, as whatever other categories <laughs> that we can enemies. put in, in this moment. Uh, as I stall to figure out. Yeah, you probably have some enemies out there, I would assume. <laughs> we all do. Some I might have enemies. I don't even know we're enemies. Right. Um, if right, you are right. an enemy of mine, you listen to our podcast, uh, reach out, let me know that we're enemies. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: If you I don't think I have enemy, any right please, now. So uh, yeah, please reach out. Let us know yeah, we're enemies. Yeah, pre- so please we declare yourself. Uh, <laughs>
1: let us know. Uh, reach yeah. out. My phone number hasn't changed. It's still the same. So uh, reach out and be like, hey, Josh. Just wanted you to know we're enemies. And I'm like, okay, well, thanks for that.
0: Please uh, also leave your you first know and last as name as well, so that we know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's do that too. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> want. I want just random people out there just. They just want to know you're my enemy. And I'm like, wait a second. Just from Cole. Number? Just Cole. Like, wait, who? Who is Cole? What's like the, what did we do? What's the Unlisted Cole? said.
0: Yeah. You're like, I don't even know a Cole. How can we be enemies? <laughs> uh, dude, what? So, yeah, some of the highlights of 2020. Because, yeah, it, I know for a lot of people, it's like there's a million memes. There's a million. We've heard it expressed way too many times of like, 2020 worst year ever, you know, um, and we're at the end of that. Have you seen the, um,
1: the video going around on, I think it's on Instagram, um, of, it's like a dude, like acting like he's an angel and like God walks in and says, Hey, have you, have you finished planning all, all of, uh, the twenties, you know, the (laughs) 2020s? Like, have you, have you hit all 10 years and planned all the events? And he's like, wait, more than 20, like there's more years. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and that just whole joke of like it, it being like all packed uh, into one. That was supposed to be for funny. a decade. That's, like, oh, that's funny.
0: funny. No, that's I haven't seen that, but that that would make me laugh. Like I, dude, there has been, there's been some bummer stuff of the year, but you know, we've also probably talked through a lot of it because we started this in pretty early 2020, which is cool to think about that. We're like, we've been doing this for like eight months, nine months at this point, which is wild. Um, but man, a couple Dude, this of this is episode things,
1: thirty-two. Like, yeah, who thought we'd have made it to thirty-two? I didn't. I, I only half-heartedly did. Speaking of hope, uh, yeah, I yeah, we would. I was like, yeah, this is gonna go forever, and we're gonna have billions of listeners at this point. <laughs> um, we don't have billions. I'm a little disappointed by the billions fact. We don't. Have we're millions. obviously in the millions, as well.
0: but you know, we'll get to billions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, and we're making so much money on this because we advertise constantly uh, (laughs) because we just figure we're going to get to the point where it's just advertisements and the art of this podcast is going to be transitioning from one advertisement to the next. It's going to be
0: the art. (laughs) Wouldn't that be be the worst podcast ever if it was just a series of like 15 ads for minutes and minutes and minutes?
1: That'd be bad. I only listen for a, a certain amount of time. I'm okay with the ones that like like, they got to make their money. I get it. I'm
0: cool with uh, a little but bit. But they put yeah. them all
1: together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm a fan of those ones. So you mm-hmm. just skip, 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 skip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get over it, which is really Shh, nice. Don't but tell But like the, the ones that mix them that. in. Don't tell them. Yeah. Oh, they've got to know. Uh, they've got to report that stuff now. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. 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 Like but Apple you, Podcast tells us when you
0: stop listening. So. What? Um, what has been some of the best stuff of 2020 in your life? Just like. I'll be know. honest.
1: My 2020 was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was it. a bad year by any sense of the imagination. Yes, right. there's a pandemic going on. 300,000 Americans have died from, mm-hmm. um, I think it's 300,000, from, from the COVID. And that's horrible. Um, the pain that those families and those loved ones have to be feeling is, is got to be extremely difficult. But yes. um, for me, I, I didn't have any of those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a fair amount of people that have gotten COVID, mm-hmm. um, but they're all healthy individuals and... Um no pre existing conditions and weathered it just fine. Um Right, right, right. But yeah, I traveled a decent amount in twenty twenty, probably yeah, more did. than most years. Like yeah. I hit up the northeast, I hit mm-hmm. up the northwest, mm-hmm. uh, I hit up the southwest early in the COVID. Dude. Uh mm-hmm. we had impromptu beach vacation. Um that yes. wasn't the plan. But like the second you that. can work it from was anywhere. was like,
0: hey, you want to go for a week? Like it, it started as a couple of yeah, days. I started and the like, year with like, so it was oh, like,
1: yeah, I started the year with, I don't remember what the trips were at the beginning of the year, but I know one of them was spring training. So we hit up some spring mm-hmm. training games like a week, maybe two weeks before like the world shut down. Um, yeah. And then we weren't remote and we were going to be remote till um, well into 2021. Um, so we're able to really work from anywhere because, you know, the government has lifted those tax requirements for paying Mm -hmm. taxes in certain States. Um, and I'm going to milk it as long as I can. Like I plan to go to DC area beginning of next year, depending on how things pan out and whether the lockdowns all happen there. I'd hate to like go somewhere and be stuck (laughs) in a house for 14 days before (laughs) you can see anything. Uh, but no, I've done decent amount of traveling. Um, my side business is doing great. You know, I've made less money this year than I ever have. I'm proud of that. That's huge. Uh, I'm part of a coaching network that's kind of leaning into um, discipleship and and relational discipleship specifically. And what does that look like on on a larger scale? And um, yeah, there's lots of projects and different initiatives and things in my life that kind of launched over the last year and a half uh, that are really starting to come together. Uh, Hosted a retreat. That, yeah. uh, you were supposed to be at, and you ditched me on, so there's that harm in twenty
0: twenty here but, we go, um, uh
1: yeah, but yeah, it's been a great year. I can't, I don't know if there's anything in my life I can complain about. I yeah. assume there's probably something I can think about and like come up with a complaint, but yeah, yeah. no complaints
0: from me, no, I mean it's been a great year. Y- you know earlier this week we were talking and jack had just pooped on your steps so that type yeah, of stuff for still jack. happens you know you got all kinds of stuff like that but yeah dude it's it sounds like it's been a really good year for you personally i i've had a lot of similar type experiences where it's like on a like large scale we're like oh it seems like everything's bad but then on my personal life i'm like well things are going pretty good you know overall um yeah, before the world shut down, I had a lot of travel early in 2020. Um, I got to go to Honduras, Nicaragua, and then a bunch of domestic trips. I was kind of all around um, the U.S., whether it be Orlando or Phoenix or a few other places. Like I had a lot of travel early in the year. That was really cool, and most of that was for work. Um, but it was it was super enjoyable all the same. Um, aside from that. The world shut down and it couldn't have been timed better because it was our first year. It has been our first full year in this house. We have a big yard yeah. and a big garden. Now we have chickens, but there's been like so much to do just to get ready for like like spring, man. It was crazy. Like I was felt like I was mowing all the time. I was working on the garden all the time, but it was awesome. Like all that work paid off. We got all kinds yeah. of amazing. Well, like, just the amount of and... money
1: that you made off of all that weed you guys grew in the garden. Like, Dude, I was, all like, the. <laughs> I had no idea you were growing $100,000 worth of marijuana. <laughs> yeah. I was, just, I was well, we, we say it's tomatoes. Jana, like, Jana you know? became a drug dealer, apparently. Right. she's She's like, selling all these to her neighbors and friends. And kindest dealer you'll ever meet. Impressive.
0: Kindest one you'll ever know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so... I would say kindest one you ever know until you cross her. And then uh, <laughs> life's going to be really hard for you. You're, you might That's die. Right. She might Things cut you. Things start
0: well. Things start well, but they'll end badly.
1: Jenna's not um, one I want to piss off.
0: <laughs> it's true. It is true. No, See, so that like list of like the... Probably don't want to piss this one off. We did grow a ton of tomatoes though. Uh no, but the garden that was awesome. Yeah, that was tomatoes. I'm
1: putting I'm putting quotes in the air, guys. Right. Tomatoes.
0: Cherry tomatoes. Um,
1: yeah. Miss Hannah. Tomatoes? Miss Hannah, please listen there. Tomatoes.
0: <laughs> All organic, huh? <laughs> Natural. I forgot your mom's
1: barb. Barb, listen, <laughs> they're right. tomatoes. I promise. Oh my gosh, Tomatoes. No,
0: on top of that, uh, the goal of getting chickens—I know we've talked about that extensively—but it went from idea to reality. Getting the coop. Um, and building you the still run. have fifteen of them or sixteen yeah. of them? Fifteen of them. We started with seventeen. We're down. So we got 15. fifteen. It's all good. Fifteen going strong. Not bad. Not bad. We had. We have a pool at our house, and we had an awesome summer um swimming a lot uh that was like perfect for is lockdown. it cold enough for
1: it to freeze
0: um i don't think it will freeze all the way down because it's in ground but the top layer freezes you know but i drained water and stuff Does got it, it like, already freezes
1: hard enough that you can walk on it
0: oh i wouldn't try i wouldn't try and i dropped the it only has level. to be like
1: what like at three inches or something like that
0: i feel like it's got to be
1: no i it's gotta be know. less than that because hockey hockey rinks are like an inch and a quarter thick mats. Huh.
0: Yeah. I don't and know.
1: You don't crack all the way to the bottom. Granted they're probably supported by a slab of concrete, but
0: Right. <laughs> right. I was just thinking
1: like I'll come visit you and I'll bring some hockey skates <laughs> and we could skate on your your backyard pond.
0: <laughs> no, that'd be not sick. happening. I'd like totally cut the liner. Lame. Zero chance. Sorry, bro. Um, oh, there's a liner? Yeah, there's a, a rubber liner that goes uh, down the walls, that would be probably I cut. just won't
1: skate near the edge. <laughs> You're going to skate in the middle anyways.
0: <laughs> it's not that big. My, I, I, my brother's like,
1: family just moved uh, out, out to the East Coast. They're probably mm-hmm. like a couple hours from you. I'll send them over with hockey skates to test <laughs> it out. And then if it's going to work, I'll come out.
0: Sounds like a great time. But you should come if you come in 2021. So. You should come hang out. I built a... We'll have to
1: make it a long trip. I started
0: the big basement remodel. I built a bedroom down there, um, put in a new floor. That's right. have a little bit of work left to do to fully finish it, but the bathroom's fully functional. The bedroom's pretty much all the way done. Um, It's pretty solid. Um, Had an awesome time, like I said, in the pool and like doing some cookouts over the summer. A bunch of people we know got COVID, but everybody's kind of recovered and doing well, so that's awesome. From your cookouts? No, 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 not during our cookouts, just oh. since then, you know, okay. in the fall. Um, dude, I think I, yeah, well, you know this, but I don't know if I ever said it on the podcast, but uh, our second child is on the way. We are having a COVID baby. Oh, I don't, um, did we just yeah. drop that? <laughs> I don't know if I, I told the people, that That's um, but funny. we're having another girl and that is going to happen. It's December right now. That's going to happen Hopefully in January and hopefully not in December, uh, but it could at the end of the month. So um, that's going to be a wild transition to go from one kid to two, but I'm really excited about that. It's yeah. going to be good. Um, on top of that, work has been okay, you know, but we're in the midst of this pending reorg that never seems to come. seems gotcha. like it's finally going to come at the end of that's January. Funny. So praise the Lord for that. So there will be a lot of cool change on the work front once that does, um, and then I don't know, man. Just uh, I feel like a lot of things have been good in this year. This podcast has been one of them. Like it's been really fun to do this week in and week out to be intentional about what are we going to talk about. Some weeks we plan a lot better. Some weeks we don't. Uh, but Josh, hey, and I this know season we've months. knocked
1: out of the park in terms of planning. Yeah. uh it was the first season where we're like uh hey dude we're recording later today what are we we talking about
0: (laughs) (laughs) and let me just say we have our whole next season planned we know what we're going to be talking about roughly we know the big idea what we're going to be talking about which is awesome so yeah man it's been a good year and i like i was just telling my wife we were on a walk the other day i was just telling her like I'm just really optimistic about what's to come about 2021. And maybe this leads into hope and kind of what you were referencing, but, um, but I'm just filled with like, I see all these things that are coming. Obviously I don't see the future, but in my mind, as I look at things to come, I'm like, there's just going to be a lot of good things in 2021. Um, Obviously that doesn't affect my hope in Jesus and the hope I have in the Lord, but it's like, in my personal life, I just feel like there's a lot of things to look forward to and it's awesome. You know, I'm not walking into this year like, well, it's going to be worse than 2020. No, like for me, 2020 has been pretty awesome. And I think it's going to be even better (laughs) 2021, you know? So I think um, a lot of people
1: like, like, as you talk to people, even people that have been hit hard, they've lost jobs, they've lost so much income um, going through lockdowns and COVID and all that. Um, are looking at 2021 like no that's gonna be a better year mm-hmm. uh, just because 2020 was so bad for them
0: it was rough like, here it can't be yeah. get,
1: can't get any worse like there's not a place where like it can't get any worse than this yeah um, it's it's interesting to me like i'll have conversations with friends that um like i don't have i'm not in the same circles as often with um and just the level of despair that exists inside of kind of the cultures that they're a part of yeah. i just don't feel like i don't yeah, you know our our business is doing great because our business was designed for, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um remote digital. You know, yeah, um, yeah, the digital the digital world. I mm-hmm. mean, um, just helping churches get into that digital world. So, like, of course, we're doing well. Now we're going to take a hit when churches take a hit, and they're going to take a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think they're already taking a hit in terms of finances, and um, they're just hoping they still have a church when this is all said and done. Um, but there's going to be people that aren't going to come back. That's just the reality of it, you know, for yeah. a variety of different reasons that I won't get into. Cause I think it's depressing. Um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> at the same time, like <laughs> I just, uh, I often, ta- often I, I forget that there is so much despair out there. Yeah. Um, that I just, cause I don't, I'm, it's not in my bubble, you know, the people yeah. I see every day, which for the most part are coworkers. Um, like they're not in that place. like, you know, life's great for them. You know, we all Mm -hmm. have jobs and you know, we've all gotten raises kind of thing. So, um, there's not a lot. So it's, it's hard to relate in a lot of ways. Um, there's definitely a part of me that's just like, Hey, pulp the bootstraps, like life's still great. Um, like don't live in that. That sucks. Um, but I've also been in those seasons and I've been in those seasons not even that long ago. So like I get it. Um, and it's, it's, it's important. I think for me to remind myself like, Hey, like, you know what that feels like. Yeah. You know what it, you know what, when it feels so difficult to, um, keep hope, you know what it feels like. So don't forget those things. Cause I think yeah. they're, they're helpful when you're in a place of great hope and great seasons and not a lot of complaints. That's the easiest time to follow Jesus, by the way. Uh, when things are great, <laughs> yeah. uh, when things aren't great, um, it becomes a lot more difficult to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because it's all built on our own emotions rather than just Jesus being Jesus. Um, <laughs> So there's that piece of it, too. So I, I think it's just as we dive into this conversation of, you know, love always hopes, as we come to the end of, of these love verses, um, we have love uh, always protects, love trusts, love yeah. hopes, and love perseveres will be our... Mm-hmm. whoa! I just hit it. That's our last episode of this this series. Yeah. Dang, we have one more left? That's well, crazy.
0: Well, technically, we have always perseveres, and then we could do love never fails. Or we could do that as more oh, yeah, of a, yeah. a looking back and wrap up, but it's okay. It's okay. We're close, man. Isn't that wild? Wow, we've done like
1: that's crazy.
0: all these attributes and we've walked through you knew, them slowly. You knew,
1: it's all, you knew it was coming because like mm-hmm. we've been planning for what's next mm-hmm. uh, and even for what's next after that. But um, now that's finally here, you're like, wow, that's crazy. Really um, and is. what's next to kind of give you guys just a heads up. Like, we're just And we've been pushing this um, in from time to time. Um, but we're just going to talk about loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, so much of our inability to love God, love people, and our inability to be loved by God and loved by people is because we just, we have a uh, unhealthy view of self. Yeah, it hits um, the that's wall causing of, destruction. I don't love
0: myself, but I'm trying to love other people. That's where things go. Yeah. A little bit wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: probably should have did that one first before this, but we didn't think about it until halfway through this. When We're yeah. just kind of thinking through feedback of like, oh, like this is. This is a struggle for people to make this jump because of this. So, hey, we're going to cover that next. Um, It's only going to be a couple of episodes. Yeah, only be a handful of episodes. We're still trying to convince Andrew's wife to come on with us. She is a, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if she's licensed yet. She's in the process of getting licensed because I know Pennsylvania's licensing process is kind Mm -hmm. of nuts. Um, But she (laughs) is uh, educated in the, in the, in the, uh. (laughs) the counseling's uh and we're trying to convince her to come on That's but she right. won't do it so if you personally know her and you're listening uh send her a text and just be like hey Jana, her. go on this live podcast because their we content sucks and we need to get it better and you need to help them with that
0: <laughs> you would really help them out uh josh has yeah. some extra airpods I mean, and I, I was uh trying to convince him the other day hey that'd be a great way to get Jana on the podcast <laughs> just to bribe her uh if you do three episodes you know would she want um, airpods though i don't think she would care that much she has some knockoff ones and she's like 100 so percent satisfied with them so yeah probably not yeah. um
1: but she would need something hippie-ish to to be sold it's true
0: it's true yeah Dude, maybe her um, own
1: birthing tub, like permanent one. You don't have to rent one. She just always has one. You just like always have plug a plug in.
0: Permanent birthing tub. Just have it set up for any time. In, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any yeah time just, birthing.
1: Anytime birthing. she's ready, or even like other people she knows can come over, and she's like, hey, I got a permanent over. one. Just come over. We'll
0: take. We'll just. That knock probably it out creates real quick. like
1: a. That probably creates like a, an understanding that you're gonna have like 15 kids. Like if you have a yeah. permanent birthing tub, yeah. if you have I a think you're like required to mm-hmm. like, you can't just have two. Nope. They're like, well, you're going to have to you're gonna be pregnant again. We're
0: going to keep That's this thing going. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my gosh. No, man. I, um, as we talk about, you know, we've, if you've been listening people, whoever's listening, um, you know, we've been talking through all the verses of first Corinthians one through eight kind of attribute by attribute, focusing on love and relationships with each other and with God. And um, love always hopes. Uh, it always hopes. Um, and that's said in First Corinthians 13. But the reality is hope can be tricky. Uh, hope can be like, I was trying to explain joy to Catherine the other night, my daughter, uh, two year old. And because we, we lit that Advent candle, that's the joy candle you know we've Mm -hmm. been doing them every night Mm -hmm. and i was trying to explain it as like joy is bigger than your circumstances like happiness might be like i just got a really good cookie it made me happy you know Mm -hmm. joy is deeper than that it's always it's a it's a level of i'm always happy I i will Yeah, how old yeah. well your two year old catch on to that one? <laughs> yeah, she she remembers which candle is joy. That's it. Uh, nice. That's that's a win for now. You know, that's hey, a win that's for a now. She goes, "Are you gonna light hope, joy, peace?" And I'm like, "Yeah, nice. that's a win. Like, great." But uh, that's funny. but if nothing else for me to try to put things in, how do I explain that to a two year old? Is a good yeah. challenge yeah, yeah. always. Um, but yeah, joy is like that that deep baseline of like I can be satisfied with whatever in good circumstances and bad circumstances, I can have joy in my faith in Jesus and my relationship with God. Um, I feel like hope is one of those things. It's the underlying, Mm -hmm. it's not reliant on what happens today. It's not Mm reliant on six months from now. If I have a day where I'm like looking around and I'm like, wow, 2021 is way worse than 2020 for me. That might happen, but I can have hope. And I know that in that time I will have hope. And I don't I don't think that's just because I've made these great choices um, in my life. I think that's because I have a real relationship with God um, and I think that's I'm thankful for that, you know, but it isn't something that I just wake up and choose okay, today I'm gonna be hopeful today I'm gonna have hope. No, it's like today I have hope because of all these things I know to be true because of a, yeah. a walk with God for a while so, I don't know. It's one of these things that's kind of tricky to talk about, I guess I'm trying to say, because it's more like a uh, way of thinking. It's more like a, this is just part of how you think. It's not reacting to your current circumstance, I guess. So that's my, my long setup yeah. <laughs> of hope is hard to talk about.
1: Yeah, it's hard to... It, it's kind of those things like it's it's hard to put your finger on... Like what? What is hope, and like how is hope manifested in our lives? Um, but when you see it, you know it's, it's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of those situations. Um, I won't use the other comparison <laughs> to that to that <laughs> analogy. Um, but like, man. I, The circumstances definitely shouldn't play a role and and this is the hard part to get past it This is hope this is faith. Um, this is trust a lot of these these categories can get put in the same thing because they're foundational um, Mm -hmm. and And when we let circumstances dictate those things and circumstances are things happening to us The emotion that we're feeling in the moment all this kind of stuff dictate whether those things are hope or not um like that's when you get into trouble and and you know, the secular world's figure this out. This is why you see so many journals out there right now of gratitude journals. It's what they're designed to be. You just write down all your gratitude because the secular world's figured out what Jesus has already said that, you know your circumstances don't dictate where your hope comes from, where your joy comes from, where your mental health comes from. Yeah. Um. It, it comes from from your foundation, and your foundation is is me. It's relationship, and I would argue it's not just Jesus. We said this last week. It's not just Jesus. It's also your relationship with other people are, are going to dictate because there's things that Jesus provides through other people, um, and that's how He's designed it. Um, but I've been on this journey for like a lo- the last year. I've had this tagline of this is where hope lives. And yeah. you'll see that tag on our website mm-hmm. uh, for the, this Jesus life podcast. Um, you know, I'm, we're in process of building out a company that uses that as well as we provide resources. Um, and then I have another organization that, that uses it as a tagline um, and really coming down to uh, trying to figure out, uh, well, how's that true? Like if this is where hope lives, like how, how can you yeah. make that true for somebody else? Um, and as I've dug into it over the last year, because at first you're like, well, yeah, everyone should have hope and Jesus is our hope. So like, let's just live into that. But for whatever reason, it doesn't work. And it's not that Jesus doesn't work. It's the way they're approaching it as, as Christians and as the church isn't working. And that tagline came from this idea of like, when we look at Christians and when I was looking at Christians, I even think we said this when we started the podcast mm-hmm. of why one of the reasons why we started the podcast was Like when I'm looking at the Christian life and I'm looking at people that I know follow Jesus, I don't see a lot of hope. I see a lot of despair, a lot of frustration, a lot of sadness. And it doesn't feel like joy. It doesn't feel like excitement. It doesn't feel like I get to do this. I get to be a part of what Jesus is a part of and what he's doing in his kingdom. And I get to play like that should be exciting. That should be fun. And I just didn't see that around. So this journey started there of like, well, how can I help people find that again? And I think we've landed on it in a a good portion of that through this podcast of, well, we think it happens in a relationship Mm -hmm. as Jesus thought it happened in a relationship. It's the greatest commandments, love God, love people. Um, and that's where we find hope. That's where we find the full life that Jesus promised us. Um, and, you know, this is why we've leaned into how do we love people? Well, yeah. Uh, for the last, however many episodes, Wild. 12 episodes, right? 12. Yeah. 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 Cause it was 20. We ended mm-hmm. the first season. But um, so there's that piece of it too. Like, if it's relationship, then how do we help people dig into relationship? And it's two rela- two types of relationships, right? Like it's the relationship with God, and how we how do we invest in that relationship? And we went through a whole Jesus habit series, and we talked about spiritual disciplines, and we didn't talk about it because that's what good Christians do, and you need to grow in um, knowledge and understanding. But we do those things because these are the things that foster relationship with Jesus from our side, because. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, right? It's all relationships are two sided. Jesus has done his part um, and it continues to do his part in terms of fostering relationship. And then this is how we uh, essentially do our part or, you know, mirror Jesus uh, in some ways. Um, So we can build into that relationship um, and find hope and find foundation, find strength in that relationship. And then the other is with people. Like, yeah. there's so much life that's given through people when we chose to take the posture of, no, I'm just going to love people well. Man, yeah. life is so much easier. It's so much more uh, fulfilling when we just choose to love yeah. people well. It's not always easy in the moment of like, yeah, yeah I got to love this person well, and this is how I know I'm supposed to do it. I just really don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, like, those, those moments are difficult. But in general, like, life's just lighter. It's easier. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to love people well. That's just what I'm going to do. Um, people like you more. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. So it's people, there's other people that don't like 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 you less. Um, yeah, <laughs> comes with both sides. But there's more people that like you more. Right, uh, like life's just easier that way Mm -hmm. Um, and there's so much life so I think there's a lot of hope that's found to kind of sum up my rant here for a second uh, there's a hope that's found in in Jesus in that relationship Um, there's a hope that's found in relationships with uh, other people specifically with other believers Mm -hmm. um, as we walk with them and find those people that love Jesus and love us in that order and let them invest in us and us invest in them I think there's that big that big piece to um, this whole hope thing as well. Um, but I guess we should get practical like we've been.
0: I've got a few thoughts before we get too cool. practical and too useful. More uh, headspace thoughts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too useful too quick. I don't um, want to help you people. No, no, I want, I just want to provoke thought, keep you within this hopeful thought. No, uh, yeah, that's it. Josh, I typed this out and I jokingly attributed it to you. It might be from you or it might be from some it's theologian not, or something, but it says it's not from me. It's a quote you said, um, that you at least vocalized. We'll say, this is by Josh Bertram says love. Hopes it was an old sermon. Hey, Somewhere? you can't do that. You can't do that. No, it uh, was. It was no, from an old hey, sermon. Let's be honest, uh-uh. 80% uh-uh.
1: of my sermons were
0: stolen from Sora. Just take the attribution, all right? It was vocalized by Josh Bertram. It was vocalized. <laughs> it was once said by Josh Bertram. Whatever. Uh, love hopes because it knows the end of the story. And one of the verses that uh, I pulled is from uh, the end of the Bible, pulled into our kind of show notes. It's Revelations. 21 uh, verse 4 and there's only 22 chapters in revelations and it's at the very very end of the bible intentionally because it's about in times future state all kinds of stuff so uh revelations can, 21 can you,
1: where is this again what where where is it what's the reference
0: is it revelation or revelations
1: <laughs> it's revelation <laughs> one revelation
0: <laughs> well there's they shouldn't have had so many chapters if it's a single revelation okay i typed <laughs> well, it as it was john's it was john's
1: revelation
0: <laughs> that's funny uh, well it's funny. i kept here
1: i was like maybe you just maybe i misheard him no, uh, I said it uh, like and then i went to the times. show notes and you typed yeah. it that way
0: <laughs> that's yeah, it's funny. funny okay so the revelation <laughs> revelation 21 verse 4 it says And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain for the former things have passed away. Like, and the reality is that comes after a bunch of other revelation by John, uh, (laughs) that there's all kinds of conflict. There's all kinds of death, all kinds of, of pain. And then he's talking future state. He's saying, Hey, in God's eternal kingdom, there's going to be no more death, no more crying. Uh, it's going to be filled with with all the good things. Um, going to be filled with hope. The mm-hmm. former things have passed away. The former things the things that get us down of this life. So I guess in that headspace of kind of saying hope comes from knowing the end of the story, I like that thought, man. I like that because, you know, not that we're living for just when we die and we're living for being in heaven, you know, uh, we've criticized that idea. In the past, but that we should live in the kingdom here now, live a full life in Jesus here now, um, and and that kind of living with them in heaven is just cherries on top. But knowing the end of the story, knowing that our hope is secure in Christ long term and eternally, um, it it is a game changer, man. Like if you're walking through this life and your hope is just in your bank account or your sweet house or your friendships or your whatever yeah. if your hope is just in the things that are here today and gone tomorrow then they can be gone tomorrow and so can your hope you know but when you know the end of the story you know that that god uh god's word through the bible is is true um and that relationship with jesus isn't this made up thing but it's a real living and breathing thing um I think it just affects your, your whole life. I think it's a paradigm shift. Um, Sometimes you got to remember you're, you're still hopeful because you can be full blown Christ follower and still experience despair or just depression, all those things. You can still have a bad day. You don't have to artificially be this like great. I'm always hopeful. I'm always the most optimistic. Everything's perfect when it's not. No, but, but knowing the end of the story, I think helps for today when you stub your toe or today when you get a huge bill in the mail you didn't expect or today when your foundation cracks on your home i had that happen in colorado when we tried to sell our house we found out the literal foundation had cracked it's like these material yeah. things aren't what we should put our hope in you know um but we put our hope in the lord so um yeah, yeah man i, want to start I think with that too thought. like
1: there's this there's this I think when we go into trials like that, and I think this is one of the reasons trials exist, is they they expose where we're putting our hope in. Hmm. So, like, if I have all this money sitting in my bank account um, or bank accounts, um, and all this money disappears in one moment mm-hmm. for whatever reason,
0: stock market um, crashes. Could be Uncle Sam. Ooh.
1: Could be. Yeah, could be a lot of different things. Could be my 401k being destroyed, um, and I find myself in despair. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the opposite of hope. Um, Well, then it it reveals something about me. It reveals that, that, Oh, my hope wasn't in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Life was just good. My (laughs) hope was, was in my ability to financially provide for me and my family. Um, And now that that's gone, like that reveals a lot about where we're at. Um, So I, I I think, I think it's pay attention to those trials. Um, I think, you know, when, when you start to feel despair, Um, Dig into those things and figure out, well, where is this despair? Like, what am I frustrated, hurt, sad uh, by? Um, and then dig into that. Like, are you losing something that you put so much hope into? Because the reality is everything in this life, you should hold loosely because everything in this life doesn't go with you after life. Yeah. Like the second you die, like it's, it's gone. And, you know, maybe you've built such a wealth that it can go to your next generation, but like, you don't get to do anything with it. Um, it's gone. Um, so you've spent so much time building things that aren't going to last. And this is what Jesus says, you know, you, you know, build the things and put Time into the things um, that are going to last. Make sure your treasures are in heaven. Um, you know, invest in people, and that's really his argument right here, right? Yeah. Like it's it's people. That's the only thing that's going to keep going after um, this this life ends. Is is the relationships that you've established, built, and poured into? Um, so invest in those things. Those are the only things that are going to make it um, past you know your your last breath. Yeah. Um, on two different sides of of you know, depending on. Um, Will they follow Jesus or not? But either way, they're going to continue. Um, So I I think there's that big piece of it of like, and this is why the gospel writers focused, or the gospel, the the New Testament writers focused so much on the next life. um, And Jesus even focused on the next life. Mm -hmm. Um, The the problem we ran into um, Mm -hmm. with that idea is we took it to the extreme as as Christians. uh, And we didn't focus anything on this life. All it was was salvation. We were taken mm-hmm. care of. And there was things that you just wanted to accomplish now. And I think that's the criticism that we kind of push back from. Not that the next life shouldn't be our, our goal. That's where we find hope of, hey, no matter what happens in this life, I'm going to invest in the right things. I could be poor. I could have you know uh, everything taken away from me. I can have loved ones you know uh, die prematurely. Um, all these things that are just horrific in, in this life. But I hold on to the things that I'm building for the next life or the things that give me hope. I'm going to hold on to my relationships with God, I'm going to continue to invest in people, no matter who the people are that are around me, um, though they may change, uh, from season to season in this life, um, I'm going to see the fruit of that in the next life. And that's why we want to focus on those next things. Um, it's not necessarily, I'm just focusing on the next life and God's going to fix everything and restore everything. Yes, that's true. But like, there's things he wants you to accomplish now. That's why he, Mm -hmm. that's why Jesus looked at his disciples and gave us the great commission, right? Like that's why he said, Hey, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Um, and, and then continue that out. But um, like, that's why this is, this is, this is important of it's, that's where we find the hope of, Hey, what I'm doing matters. Like it, it I'm going to keep investing in these things and investing in a relationship because it matters. And, and I get to see the, the fruit of this. I don't know if you heard that ding or it was just in my ear, but my work computer just dinged it. off. I apologize. Um, um, cause these things matter. So, you know, what are we investing in for the future? Well, when I invest in those things and like, my perspective changes immediately. Yeah. Um, No, I'm, I'm investing in this relationship now um, because I know there's gonna be fruit down the line. Maybe I'm not going to see it in this life, but I'm definitely going to see it in the next. Mm -hmm. And when I have that perspective, like even when that relationship gets hard, I continue to invest in it. Even when that decision that Jesus is asking me to make is really difficult um, and it costs me something, uh, I'm going to make it because I know the fruit that's going to come from the other side. Um, You know, when, when things are finally restored to as Jesus designed them to be before sin entered the picture. Um, So I I think perspective is, is huge in general and you see this played out in our own lives too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, We feel like we're in the middle of this horrible season and we can't see Mm -hmm. how God is working at all. And then we get out of that season and we look back and we're like, oh, okay, that's how he was working. (laughs) That's, that's how he was moving, you know, certain things. Oh, that's, that's when I went through that and this is Mm -hmm. how he showed up and I didn't even see it um, through that, that, that portion. So I think there's that piece too. So like perspective is really where I think we find the hope. Um, If we invest in the things that are going to last, our relationship with God, our relationship with people, um, this is why Jesus built it this way. They're the only things that are going to keep your hope uh, alive as we go through horrible seasons. And I think when we go through horrible seasons and we feel despair, it's worth digging into to figure out what was I putting my hope into that wasn't Jesus, um, wasn't the way he designed me, you know, called me to live this life.
0: Mm -hmm. Man, Josh, you said something at the start of all those good thoughts. You said my hope wasn't in Jesus life was just good. And I think that's a powerful sentiment and something that God can use to to deepen your relationship with him. You know, that over time where it was like you realize, oh, shoot, my hope was actually in my bank account. My hope was in my home. My hope was in my friendships. My hope was whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. somewhere uh, not eternal. Um, But I guess as, as we start to get just real practical on how to be more hopeful um, or how to have hope in a different way, I feel like a lot of times we're talking and we're talking to people who are on kind of the outskirts of following Jesus um, or maybe did for a while and have fallen away. And maybe we're still talking to those people. I hope we are. Um, but I also just feel like in this realm of bringing hope, uh, to our world and our culture and our friendships, right now, today, tomorrow. Um, that sometimes people are looking up, um, in their lives around you, and saying, "Oh, my, my life was good, and now it's bad." They're skipping that. My hope wasn't in Jesus because they don't know Jesus yet, or they don't. Hmm. They That's haven't good. chosen to live in relationship with Jesus. So I feel like as as followers of Christ we have a unique ability to kind of bring hope to those around us um and and we can get practical about how to do that but you know when when Jesus kind of compares followers of of him uh followers of the Lord to being uh a light and a lamp, like a lamp that's lit in, uh, that's lit that, that you can see from far away um, To being salt that affects the flavor of everything it comes in contact with being salt and light um, I think hope is is one of those things where if you're walking around if you're doing this life With real hope it can show through um, in a big way Oh for because sure because you're it's not attractive. affected by the, the the tides of this world you're not affected by the as much or in the same way as as others by the winner of the presidential race or by COVID-19 vaccination coming out or by whatever other thing, by your your employment being altered because of X, Y, and Z. You're not as affected by that. No. Um, now you have to deal with those things, but, uh, but you have hope in something deeper and greater. So I was just thinking like, what's one simple thing? And I added this in our notes, but One simple thing that you as a follower of Christ can do to help bring hope to other people that maybe don't have hope as much um, is ask questions that point towards hope. Like we were talking a bit ago and I'm I'm optimistic about 2021. And man, one simple question you can ask people as we're kind of leading into the end of this calendar year is like, what are you looking forward to in 2021? What's hope filled in your life in 2021? What's what's the thing you can't wait to do next year? You know, like what's a huge goal you have next year? Like you can be pushing towards that conversation where it's not looking down and looking back and saying, that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. Um, but it's, man, what are the things that are hope filled in your life? And you can kind of be somebody who asks questions that always point towards joy or point toward towards hope or point towards the Lord. Um, however, directly you want to do that. So, yeah, ask questions that point in these directions. You know, don't ask despair-filled questions. What's well, going to be the worst thing in your next year? Don't ask that. <laughs> Nobody needs to dwell on that. Uh, you can go through those things in real relationship with people and bring hope in the moment. Um, but, you know, ask, uh, ask hope-filled questions uh, to people around you.
1: Yeah, that's good. Like, my natural bent is to be cynical by nature.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like this is how I made the time built I'm, I'm looking for the ways that, you know, you're going to screw somebody over or, or whatever. Um, so I, I think that's a great reminder to, to be asking those types of questions that look to the future. And um, I, I think too, like this is why it's so important for us as individuals to get healthy, um, to get mm-hmm. healthy in our relationships, to get healthy in our relationship with, with Jesus, um, to dig into those things. Like, because it affects so many people around us. Like we, we oftentimes forget how much influence we have over the cultures that are around us and the cultures that we're trying to build. Um, like if I'm constantly in despair, I'm constantly playing the victim card where, you know, um, the world's out to get me and all these bad things have happened to me in my life and all this. And this is all true. We're not, we're not, downplaying any of the harm that you've experienced. Um, But the reality is when we live inside that harm for our future, we miss out on so much life. We miss Mm -hmm. out on so much purpose. We miss out on so much impact We miss out on so much, not just for ourselves, but for the people that are around us that we have influence with and we have relationship with like, The the way that I act and I treat, you know, people on my team at work, like that's going to have an impact on the culture. The way that I do the same thing with, with friends and with family, that's going to have an impact on the culture. Um, And we have to recognize that everything we do has an impact on the culture. So Mm -hmm. we building culture towards hope, we building this Jesus culture that we're trying to build. um, Or are we, are we taking away from that? Are we stealing from it? Because we're definitely not just staying uh, uh, neutral to it. Right. That doesn't work. And it's not true. Um, We're either building into it or taking away from it. So watching it from that perspective with our actions, like how much um, are we giving to what we're trying to build? And if it's hope, if it's, you know, love, peace, patience, like if it's this type of Jesus life that we've been talking about for the last 32 episodes, like what am I doing to pour into that? What am I doing to build that rather than to take away from it and steal from it? And then the other, that's the other question, right? Like, what am I doing that's taking away from it and stealing from it, ah. um, doing the opposite of what I'm doing? This is why gratitude matters so much and we should dig into it. This is why, um, you know, paying attention to our actions, you know, dig into it. Um, this is why we should be asking questions that lead towards hope rather than, um, you know, questions that are going to cause us to, to sit in our our wallow of, you know, woe is me and, um, all the bad things. But like, you know, like you were saying, like we're the salt and the light, we're the city on the hill. Mm -hmm. Um, like this is, we're supposed to be the beacon of hope to a dark world. Um, and if we don't have hope ourselves, like that's like, it's not worth it. Dig Mm -hmm. into that. Um, like find somebody that loves Jesus and loves you today and, and tell them, Hey, this is where I'm at. I don't have any hope for the future. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. You know, intellectually, that Jesus mm-hmm. um, can work all things for his good. I get it intellectually that in the end, um, Jesus wins, that yeah. uh, his way of life is restored um, on the new heaven and new earth. But right now, I don't feel it yeah. and I don't know how to find it again. Like, tell somebody that. Don't hold on to yourself. Tell your spouse. Tell a close friend. Tell someone that loves Jesus and loves you in that order um, yeah. because they're going to walk with you through it. And then tell them that. Can you walk with me through this? Mm-hmm. Um, like, can you can you help me carry this burden and help me find hope again? Um, and then the way you find hope is in relationship. Um, yeah. It's building into a relationship with one another and living out these love verses. It's building into your relationship with Jesus um, yeah. through spiritual disciplines that we called the Jesus habits mm-hmm. um, that we did back in like the fifth through I don't know eighth ninth episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back and listen, um, you'll find them. But uh, so I think those are the big things. So be honest to where you're at, if that's where you're at, um, tell somebody, don't be honest with just yourself and Jesus, mm-hmm. though you should be, that's important. That's a good first place step. to start, um, start, be honest with, with yourself and Jesus, Yeah. but then be honest with, with someone that loves Jesus and loves you in that order, yeah. um, to walk you through this because you should be the city on the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be the salt and the light. You should spread hope everywhere you go. Um, like that should be your, your natural bent, not faking it. Like mm-hmm. we can tell when you're faking hope we can yeah. tell when you're faking joy and you just got the face on like everyone can tell you're not hiding anything. Yeah. But man, when you really have it, holy crud, is that attractive? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. those are the people are like, man, I want to spend every waking second with this person mm-hmm. because I just walked away feeling so good about life, about Jesus, yeah. about myself, about yeah. that. like everything is just great. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's attractive. And that's what Jesus was saying. He said, you're the city on the Hill. You're, you're the salt and the light. Like, you are the place that carries the greatest place of hope because you found me. Um, yeah. Not only that, you found me and you found restoration in me. You found forgiveness in me. Yep. You found, re- you know, relationship re-restored. And now you get to do that with other people because I'm your source. That's right. um, and that's exciting stuff. I don't know about you, really but that gives is. me some hope for 2021.
0: That's right. You should have hope for 2021 because we still have breath in our lungs. We uh, when we were in youth ministry a long time ago, uh, I remember like one of the kind of first services where I was in, where I was like, I don't know, this looks way different than the youth group I grew up in, but we were, I was kind better. of shadowing and like watching better. it of like, how do I help with that's this? How, mere, do I... like,
1: how can this be so good? Yeah. Like this right. is a thousand times better was than what so I good? had
0: growing up. It was really it was great. Who was the leader of this? thing? <laughs> but no, I was, I remember kind of one of those like, uh, Not cornerstones, but one of those things we said frequently was uh, find somebody who loves Jesus and loves you in that order. Like, we've talked about that a lot here. But another thing that we said pretty frequently was like, it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way, um, was like the fancy way of saying like, you can be hurting, you can be in despair, you can be having a bad time, but don't stay there. You're not meant to stay there, you know? So if 2020 has been a total... I
1: stole it from someone else, too.
0: If, if, total, if it's been a total uh, I know who I stole nut that from punch um, of a year, that's okay. Sometimes it is. Sometimes seasons are, you know? But it's a season. Like, it, the ground doesn't always stay frozen. Uh, spring is coming. <laughs> there is hope, um, you know? And if you still have breath in your lungs... Then, then you're capable of living in a place of hope, even if you've been in a place of despair for a while. So it's okay to not be okay. Just don't stay that way. And even if you've been there for months or years or what feels like a lifetime, there's more to this life than living in despair. There's more than in this life than, than living alone or, or lonely. Um, there is hope. His name's Jesus. He came and he died for you. Um, and, and then he rose again so that he could live with you and you could live with him. So, um, there is hope (laughs) that's something that's, that's powering this podcast powered by hope. You know, it's like, there's a million reasons we could look around and have despair, but there's even bigger reasons we can have hope, you know? Um, so
1: Jesus said at the end of the great commission, right? Like, and I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. That's right. Um, like that's what we have access to. Yeah. If we have access uh, to Jesus. and you know, how do we find purpose and meaning? Well, we live out the great commission as Jesus commanded us to, that wasn't something just for the church, the organization. That's each individual as followers of Jesus. This is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go into all the world to make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the father, the son and the Holy spirit and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And and I'm with you surely to the very end of the age. He's not going anywhere. He didn't ask you to do this by yourself. He just asked you to be a vessel so he could do it. Um, But in the midst of all that, we get to live in rich, deep relationship with Jesus like the knower of all things, the the foreseer of our futures. The there's so many like there's so many benefits just being in a relationship with God Himself. Um like why wouldn't you want to dig into those things? Yeah. Um, that's where you're gonna find hope and, and great uh, excitement and um you know focusing on that is going to be a place of source of hope for that's going to pour out of us so we can Then focus on relationship with one another um, and let that hope, you know, live there as well. And that's only going to multiply and and grow. And then, you know, it's going to spread outside of our spheres of influence um, to those, you know, that we're loosely connected to. And they're going to be attracted to it because we're being the salt, the light in the city on the hill, as Jesus has called us to be. Um, That's exciting stuff.
0: That's right. Um, Hopefully
1: this was helpful.
0: Well, one more thought. That, like what you were just saying, man, those, the kind of scriptures and ideas you were spouting off, um, they're all hope-filled, but they come from kind of knowing what you believe and what you believe, like you said, comes out in those kind of rough seasons where, where things, you seem to be challenged by a lot of things. That's where they, they come out and you're like, oh, I didn't realize I believed that until this happened. And I realized I was putting my hope here. I realized I had too much confidence in that, um, whatever. Those are chances to refine your beliefs and to to be like, wait, no, I actually need to to study a little bit more about what did Jesus say we're supposed to do in this life, you know? Because there's there's just knowing history, there's memorizing the Bible, which I think is great. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that's bad at all. I'm saying there's like that head knowledge, and then there's the here's what I believe and. Here's what I believe is we are meant to live out the Great Commission. Uh, Like you were just talking about, Josh, we are meant to be salt and light. But I've come to those things and you've come to those things over time and over choices to say, no, I do believe this Mm -hmm. is true. I believe this is the way. I believe this is the right path. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe this is real. Um, So just take this season, whether it's been a good one or a bad one. Analyze why it's been bad if it has been bad. Analyze why it's been good if it's been good. And then say, okay, is there anything shaky here? Is there anything shaky I need to refine out Mm -hmm. of 2020 to have a more Mm -hmm. hope-filled 2021? What do I believe about X, Y, and Z? Whatever that shaky thing is, what do I believe about that and why? Um, And that might take help. It Mm -hmm. might take seeing a therapist. It might take praying, honestly, for the first time in a while. We've talked about that a lot. Um, pray mm-hmm. real deeply, honestly to Jesus. Cause if he can't handle that, if God mm-hmm. can't handle your honest thoughts and prayers, well, he's not God. <laughs> so just be honest with them. See mm-hmm. how it goes. It's going to go better than you think. And then, then take that to a person, uh, because, um, God tells us to confess things to one another for a reason. Um, it's not for shame. It's, it's more for us than anything else. And to be held accountable. So all that becomes to real say, a couple, right know what you believe uh, because uh, when you're facing a hard season, it might get rocked. And if you're in a great season, it's, it's, it's the perfect time to analyze what you believe and why. So um, I don't know, man, I feel a little bit more hopeful. There's a, there's a guy used to know,
1: there's a guy used to know um, years ago. I'm trying to remember who it is and I can't for the life of me, but I do remember his posture. Um, I remember him saying something to the extent of uh, life was falling apart around him and he was excited about the trial. Um, He's like, no, I get like this trial is Like, this is awesome. And you're like, what the heck is wrong with you? Like who loves trials? But after this conversation, like you're like trials reveal where I'm putting hope. That's not, that shouldn't have my hope. Um, Like when things get hard and, and you know, people are failing you. Well, I was putting my hope in people rather than in Jesus. Like, yes, Jesus provides a lot through people. That's People are important. But individual people um, should not be providing my hope. Um, your spouse should not be providing your hope. Um, you know, your your great friends, your whoever should not be providing your hope. Jesus provides the hope. He's the source of all future hope. Um So uh, trials are a great thing. Trials are going to reveal places that you're not actually trusting Jesus. Things are just good. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd be curious. I'll let you know the next time I go through a major trial and I'm like, everything's falling apart, uh, (laughs) whether or not my hopes actually in Jesus or not. Uh, But trials should be looked at of like, wow, this is going to reveal. And this is Mm -hmm. what he like. This is man. Jesus said all these things. Refined by fire. Trials are, you know, putting us through the fire. Right. Yeah. Like, you're going to pull out the things that that are are revealing to us. Um, Man, Mm -hmm. all these great things that Jesus told us that we've had access to for 2,000 years and we miss (laughs) out on constantly or we misread. And, and, man, Uh, I haven't read those verses in a while. Um, Remember the last time I read those verses? Yeah. But, like, I'm going to go read them today because you're like, man, Jesus is speaking through them and... They're just memory, Um, which is, you know, exciting things in itself of like, hey, here's Jesus. Bless me enough to remember these things. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, it's so good. So Jesus, I love you. Uh, Thank you for how you shape us and mold us. Um, Thank you for how you invest in us and our future. Thank you for the hope that we can find in you. And God, when trials arise, uh, let us uh, realize that these trials can be a blessing Mm -hmm. um, because they can be a blessing of showing us where We're missing out on more relationship with you because we're not putting our trust wholly in you. We put our trust in our circumstances and our situation. Um, So God, let those trials come. That's a terrifying prayer. So God, let those those trials come, um, so we can we can see where in our lives we're not trusting You, Mm -hmm. um, so we can learn to trust You, and then give us opportunities, as You always do, um, to learn to trust You in those moments, so we can become stronger, um, more foundation like more uh, a stronger foundation, um, in our relationship with You and who You've called us to be, so we can always have hope, no matter how hard life gets, no how much destruction is caused around us. Um, that, that we have hope in you because you are our source of all things. So Lord Jesus, we love you. Hey, if this is the end of 2020, we pray blessings upon you. If this is the start of 2021, we also pray blessings upon you. We do the that same. This is a year that you find Jesus in a deeper, deeper way. And you find relationships as Jesus has called us to find them
0: and loving one another. May it be my friend. May it be. Thanks for having this discussion. And uh, friends, if you're listening, thanks for listening. We care about you. We're praying for you. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us. And we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people.
1: And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of a podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the
0: lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, Or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.